Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang you, I do let you bang you. Let me bang you, bang you, bang you. Let me bang you, bang you. Greetings, marriage and virgins. Go for Jesus! No for gay Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted. With Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Hey, welcome to the Bread and Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the great comedian Shang Forbes. Uh, Appreciate it, man. Man who's been on Comic View, BET, Heroes. You stop doing the black credits first. Fifty cents, get rich or dry trying. You know, yeah, right? just every black, every black face. Like, yeah, he been on. He been on Good Times. He been on. Like, no, just you can say the Late Show. You can say oh. shit like that. Okay, yeah. all right, fine. But, 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 but you know what? The things that I mentioned were the ones that I like watched. Oh, so, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, and then we got also Ween Dog is here. My man Ween Dog, who uh, is is uh, t- TikTok superstar. You, you have the right, weirdest, dude. Your TikTok is like, uh, you're, it's like political. It's about like death. Uh, it, it's Harry creepy. Potter. Yeah, Harry, all kinds Harry of crazy Potter. shit on there. All kinds of crazy shit. Uh, so yeah, uh, I had a rough. Uh, my, my dad has been in the hospital. Uh, he had to get a blood transfusion. He had to get, uh, he has like really bad, he can't breathe. He can't walk like down a block without having to like, he lost 40% of his blood. Uh, so that was, uh, that's what I've been up to, uh, picking him up. I, I picked him up this, yesterday morning and the nurses were like, he's drunk. Cause they, they like, they gave him a, um, they gave, they did blood transfusion, but they also gave him a, uh, what's what they stick something up your ass, a, a colonoscopy. Okay. Uh, and now he has to get an endoscopy, an endoscopy too. Well, they, what's wrong? They don't know. I don't know what's wrong with him. Uh, so that's been, uh, that was yesterday. Uh, but I, I love my dad. He's, he's the best. And I'm sure, you know, your dad is cool. Cool as hell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's going to be all right. My, dad, my dad's a fighter. My dad's a fighter and, uh, he's going to be okay. Um, I know he will. So that was, that was yesterday. And then, uh, I got my wife's mom with us helping to watch the baby because the nanny got COVID. And one of the side effects of the, my nanny getting COVID is I have to watch my kid. Uh, <laughs> Which I love doing. Don't get me wrong, I love doing. Um, and then, uh, and then I'll tell you something. So I wrote a joke about. First of all, we got to talk about Ben Askren versus um, uh, Ben Askren versus Jake Paul because I have so many thoughts about this. But a joke that I wrote yesterday was, I wrote a joke that uh, yeah, after Jake Paul says after Askren he wants to fight Nick Newell, so that way he'll go from somebody with no hands, somebody with one hand. Now yeah. I'm friends with Nick Newell, right? Nick Newell and me are buddies. He's been on the show a hundred times. Yeah, he's cool. cool that I write jokes about him. He's like, as long as they're funny. And he retweeted it, right? And then he, so then all of a sudden, some guy was like, dude, that's fucked up, man. He, he should knock you out for making that joke. I train with him, right? 
Uh, so I'm like, all right, dude. So I, I like DM the guy and I'm like, listen, Nick Mill was cool. We we're friends. I ran the joke by him, you know, and uh, he said it was cool. That I, I wouldn't make the joke if, if it was going to offend him. Like th that kind of joke, I don't make unless I actually know the person, you know, I'm not gonna make fun of a handicapped person unless I actually know the person. Right. right. Uh, you know, so then, um, and then he goes, Nick's, I go, Nick's been on my podcast. He goes, oh, well, okay, well, can I do your podcast? <laughs> For now, Wait a minute, you were going to knock me out a minute ago. Yeah, I go, I go, are you a, a pro fighter? He goes, well, I'm pro jiu-jitsu. So now he's booked for our podcast next week. I don't even know. Like, I don't even, I guess this guy is, so he's on our show next week. Uh, he, like, he's Great. a professional jiu-jitsu guy. Like, uh, but he went from knocking you out to, hey, man, uh, maybe we can talk and, you know, talk about what I'm doing. Like, uh, he, he said, see, that's he said, goofy to me. He said Nick should knock me out. He didn't say he would knock me out. Oh, well, I mean, uh, he's even yeah, saying somebody else should knock you out is fucked up. Yeah, and then, so then Nick retweets the joke, right? He puts it on his Instagram and he goes, Adam, I appreciate the joke, but I really would fuck Jake Paul up in a fight. I'd love to fight him. Bye -bye. So then all these people comment. One guy's like, that was below the belt for Adam to say that. And then this guy has one arm too, right? So now I'm like, I don't want to fight the one arm community. Like I, I was just a joke. It was about Nick Newell, about him. And then I, then I wrote like, listen, man, and Nick said it was cool. I wouldn't have made the joke. It's too late. This, this, you can look late. out your window. It's going to be a bunch of one arm motherfuckers just wait to knock you out. But you know what? All you got to do is whatever arm they're missing, you just got to hit them with the other hand. Fuck just, that. I would not fight Nick Newell. Fuck it. No, Nick not Newell. Nick Newell, but I'm telling you, it's hard, it's hard for them to block. Like if they have Dude, their right, I'm, a left. So then, then like the thing that happened with Angela Magana, I wrote like, Daniel Poirier, I go, uh, I go, uh, who, uh, Michael Chandler is bringing in um, Angela Magana to train with him. That way he knows what it's like sparring with a hooker, right? <laughs> so, so all these people were like laughing, laughing, laughing because that's really fucked up. Angela ha suffered from uh, abuse. Somebody else is like, man, she, she, you know, she, uh, me and Angela are friends. So then I text Angela, Angela, does this bother you? She goes, are you drunk? She goes, the worse, the better. Keep making these jokes. Now she's defending me from, she's like, please stop. Please don't stop making these jokes. She's defending me from people getting mad on her behalf. Like, this is what we've come to. Where the person- Yeah, but you know what, Adam? For the people to be into the USC and tough guys, they got, they're kind of sensitive. Some people no, it's are, not. It's not sensitive. It's not the people. It's not the fighters. It's No, the people that are into, that watch yeah, UFC. On behalf of- Or okay. MMA. So then I, I hit the guy up because I'm like, listen, dude, me and Angela are friends. She's on the podcast. I like, we're like legit friends. Uh, she doesn't get upset about this. She asked me to make these jokes. He's like, but I'm just saying, you know, you got to look out because young people look up to you and, uh, and, and they'll see that it's not right. That's how you talk to women. I'm like, dude, if young people are going to MMA Roasted to figure out how to talk to women, uh, like, like, like that's a whole... <laughs> Like, I'm not fucking, like, this is a comedy account. This is about stand-up comedy. I'm you, not- You're wrong, Adam, and you, you're wrong, bro, because the children look up to you. I'm like- go, Just go to Tony Robbins or fucking, you know, go, there's other people you should be looking to. My job is to make people laugh. Make, make people laugh, talk about fighting, and that's it. And it's fighting you. Anybody that gets mad at you, it's I mean, fighting you, bitches. This is where people- Don't, don't get me wrong, there are things that I have. Like people like text me memes all the time of like McGregor knocked out. I'm like, I'm not gonna retweet that. If somebody's knocked out, I don't fuck with them. If somebody loses, I don't fuck with them. I don't fuck with people because if they gave it their best and then came up short. That's not what I do. In fact, there was a fighter that hit me up 
a Hawaiian guy that was like, man, I went on your podcast and I went from being MMA roasted to MMA, whatever. He goes, make fun of me. I go, dude, you gave it your best. All right. He's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to fuck with you, bro. Like people come up short in the competitions, but that's the way it is. You're right. You know, like, I, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. What are you going to do? People, but let's talk about Ben Askren though, because this is now Jake Paul and Logan Paul. I don't even, I've never watched one video they've made except for the one where he's making fun of fighters. I don't get it, but they're successful at YouTube and props to them because millions and millions and millions of people are trying to become successful at YouTube and these guys figured it out, right? So hats off to them. And now, and now they are now taking over the, 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 the conversation. People are like, Ben Askren's on SportsCenter, on TMZ, talking about this fight. So is Jake Paul. Now, Jake Paul spar with a guy who is going to be on our podcast next week. This dude is, uh, I guess he's the bare knuckle boxing champion. Uh, he's, uh, his name is Jake Brutal Bostwick. The guy looks like a fucking badass. Uh, he, he's the bare knuckle future champion. So he, he got a picture of him sparring with Jake Paul, right? So I don't know if you guys can see the picture. I, I mean, it's. Yeah, I can see it. And nope. he writes, great rounds with Jake Paul. Jake for sure has earned my respect. He hasn't taken this shit lightly by any means. He's grafting, son. Ben Askren has his hands full. I'm looking forward to getting more work in. And then gorilla emoji. Hashtag brutal. He wrote, I've had easier spars with pro fighters. You haven't sparred with them to judge the situation. So, fuck. I really don't want to see Ben Askren getting knocked out by the... And then there's a video of Askren doing jump ropes. Uh, jump rope. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this dude is fighting the bare knuckle champion this guy's it, the video of him fighting and you see ben Affleck yeah, making pudding i'm like oh, man then you put a little bit of vanilla like what the fuck man look, but I mean, ben Affleck never had hands so i don't know why he would challenge him to a box now wrestling i would say okay come in my world and wrestle me motherfucker and he would MMA. i mean mma but the thing is is that he's ben Askren says he's getting paid more for this fight than he has in any of his fights. Any of his UFC fights, any of his 1FC fights, any of his Bellator fights. Oh, that's kind of sad, though. You think? Yes. Uh, that's a little bit sad. Wayne is like, well, I do it. <laughs> Dude, I, mean, I do a lot of things for a lot less. So <laughs> I mean, I know he had some big, he was getting 100000 a minimum f a fight for 1FC. I know he won the Bellator, I think the tournament, right? So he got a million dollars for that. Didn't he get a million dollars back in the day for that? And I know the UFC gave him some huge signing bonuses. I mean, he, he also got a Ferrari, I think, at 1FC or a Lamborghini. It, right. He's made a lot of money. Uh, so for him to be – he didn't disclose how much money he's getting, but they must be giving him a guarantee and pay-per-view points and yada, yada. That being said, he say, he's thinking this won't destroy his legacy if he, if he gets knocked out. It absolutely will. Uh, I'm sorry. People are stupid. People are stupid. People are not going to say, well, it was a different sport. And he's 12 years past his prime and he had two hip replacements and he could barely walk and he's retired and he doesn't box. They're going to be like, yo, did you see that fucking UFC champion get knocked out by Jake Paul? That's what they're, that's what a lot of people are going to say. Uh, not mm -hmm. anyone on this podcast or people that watch the podcast won't say that, but you know that when it gets posted on YouTube or World Star or TikTok, the comments are going to come flooding in about Askren if he gets knocked out. Uh, do you think he has a chance? Do you think? Do you think Ben Askren? Right now, he's a three to one underdog. I mean, which is crazy. 
you think about a guy that like fought the level of competition versus a guy who's two and zero, and he's a three to one underdog, like which is insane. Do I think he has a chance? Yes, yes. I think Ben is a smart guy. I think he's going to bring in some really good boxing. I think he he's also had years and years of sparring. Uh, I've seen him on the mitts. Like he's not bad. He's 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 good. When he's actually he's good. He he never used it for fighting, and, and he's a really really smart guy. So that being said, he's also one of these dudes that is fearless. And he, and he also had the worst thing ever happen to him and didn't seem to even care that much. No, right? he was like, yeah, you know what? It happens. He That's the way he, he took it. So, and I mean, good, him and his brother, it's Jake. And what's the other one? Logan. Logan. Logan's fight. One of Logan's fighting Mayweather. Mayweather. No, I heard, I heard, I heard it got pushed back. I heard that fight. Got oh, pushed I, back. I, that's the one I just thought I was, I might be wrong though. I was absolutely clear that Floyd's going to murder him. Like, oh yeah, no, murder. That's going to be a, that's going to be a crime scene. <laughs> like legitimately, that is going to be a crime scene, and that's what I want to see. I want to see Ben Askren versus Jake Paul in MMA. I, I don't want to see him in boxing because this dude's been sparring for three years. He has Sugar Shane Mosley as his trainer. He's now training with Masvidal and bare knuckle boxing champions, and. He's got nothing to lose, this kid. I mean, and he's got everything to gain. They're saying he's going to fight Askren, Dylan Dennis, Conor McGregor. They're saying that's the path to what I this guy's going to so. do. I don't think so. I don't think he is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think stupid. that he was going to fight Ben Askren in April? I, I, I didn't. Well, Ben Askren, yes, but I don't think he's going to fight Conor McGregor. No. Well, they're saying if he knocks out Dylan Dennis, who's McGregor's best friend, he's going to then go for McGregor. And if I was Conor McGregor, I would take that fight in a heartbeat. Why would you not? He, he will just destroy Jake Paul in a boxing match. Um, uh, I mean, well, how many millions? Let's, I mean, end of the day, uh, everybody's a whore. Everybody's a whore. Everybody's a whore. What's your price? So let's say uh, Shang Forbes. A million. To fight, to fight Francis Ngannou. Right? Francis Ngannou. What, 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 how much, how much would, would the price be? I would fight him for... Uh, I need money to reconstruct my face, so <laughs> uh, about a couple million. A couple million? Yeah, a couple million. Wow. What, what about to have sex with him? Like, what if, like, like he what? asked me, let's just say, like, <laughs> he had to have sex with you. I'll do it for and, free. And, and, like, no, 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 I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. You, you, who's, whose phone's ringing? My phone is ringing. I'm trying to cut it off now. What wow. do you have, a fucking pay phone in there? What kind of, what kind of winger is that? <laughs> You have a what? I have my I have a phone through the computer. I, my brother's calling me. I'm just gonna text him now. But my brother, well, yeah, my you know. My, yeah, uh, yeah, gotcha. All right, so uh, yeah, so that's that's going on. Let's talk about Conor McGregor. What's next for Conor McGregor? Um, like I, well, first of all, let's talk about the, the Dustin Poirier. I honestly think Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, winner fights Oliveira. That should be the way it goes. Uh, no. No, no. Wait a minute. You said okay. Poirier versus Michael Chandler. No. They both they both won last week. The winner fights Charles Oliveira. What are you? Are you rolling a joint? What are you doing? No, I was texting my brother. I think I think I, I think I, I think I, I like you better on the podcast like this. Just look down and be occupied. All right. So Wean Dog. Uh, uh, you know, you know what? Well, first off, you got to watch yourself because there's already people with one arm want to knock you out. 
Secondly, <laughs> and that's, not, that's not for me. There's other people saying that. I'm going to give you the lineup of people I think is right. It should be Ferguson versus Hooker. It should be Gaethje versus Chandler, McGregor versus Diaz, Poirier versus Oliveira. Uh, the problem with that is Gaethje's coming off a loss, Chandler a win. So why wouldn't you go two guys off a win? And uh, and also, uh, Oliveira was ranked fifth. So now you get, so now you got the fifth. Now because those guys lost, he, he gets he, he gets moved up. Uh, Oliveira deserves a shot, and you know it. Everybody knows it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I those okay. Those are my like. If I could, if I could set up the fights, I think that Ferguson and Hooker, good fight. Yeah. Gage and Chandler, beast mode. Um, McGregor and Diaz. Everybody wants to see that shit again. And yeah. I think this time, I think this time McGregor really got some shit to prove. So it won't. It'll be a different fight. And Oliveira is just a fucking. He's just a beast, man. And I just would like to see if Poirier could deal with his ground game. I just don't think he can. I don't think Poirier could deal with his ground game. That motherfucker is the truth. Uh, Wean Dog, what do you think? Well, unfortunately for Charles Oliveira, the UFC does not want him anywhere near a title shot because he just is not going to sell any pay-per-views. He's not – he doesn't speak English. He's not that attractive. And it's just – he has. he's very one-dimensional. Even though his striking is very good, it's come a long way, the UFC just – at the end of the day, it's all business. They do not want Oliveira as a champion, so they're going to do anything they can to, you know, stop him in his tracks. So I can see if they, uh, I can see them giving uh, Michael Chandler Oliveira, and then the winner of that fights Dustin for the title. But for Dustin right now, I think the UFC is looking for the Connor trilogy because it's fresh in everybody's mind, especially yeah, with all the new casuals. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a close fight. We, we did. Well, I get Connor won the first round. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it was close or not. Connor, at the end of the day, gets to call the shots because he's the biggest star in the UFC. 1.6 million pay-per-view buys. That's over $100 million for the company. So at the end of the day, it's Connor's decision what he gets to do next. So yeah, you still like, no, have sorry. rankings, though. Wayne, did you, so the, the lineup I just said, you don't think that's a good... It is good. It should happen like that. But I look at, at like what is realistically going to happen if I'm the UFC because they're always looking for what's going to make the most money. And they look at Charles Oliveira. They don't see dollar signs with him. They just see a dude who's going to steamroll all of their talent. You know what I'm saying? And you're not really going to draw any man, I, I, You're absolutely right. I just think that's – damn, that sucks. It up does right suck. Now. It sucks a fat cack. Yeah, because he's so good, and I think he deserves a shot. I don't know if I believe that because, because for example – Colby Covington versus Usman would make a lot more money than Gilbert Burns versus Usman, but they make they're making Gilbert Burns versus Usman. So there are examples where that isn't the case. You know, John Jones right now versus either Stipe or John Jones versus uh, Stylebender is gonna make a lot more money than Jones versus uh, or you know, well, I mean, I mean Jan Blakovich. Who's he fighting next? He's fighting Israel. Israel, oh yeah, Israel versus Jan is going to make a lot less money than Israel versus Jones. You know, so I wouldn't say they're always looking for the bottom line. I mean, as far as money, because they are doing fights that don't necessarily right make the most make the most money, but you have to do it. And Gano, would you say he's a, a, a draw wean? Oh sure. yeah, sure, yeah. But I still, I think he's going to lose to uh, Stipe though. I think Stipe is going to take him to the ground. It's going to be a wrap. But. Um, I mean, they gave him a shot, and he, I think he deserves it. He deserved it. Um, I think that out of all of the fighters, he was one of the ones that went, man, he deserves it. Stipe deserves to, you know, to fight again. And, and I just don't understand why they don't promote him more. He's fucking – Who, who, Ngannou? Stipe. I, 
I think that he, you're absolutely right. right. I mean, they, they gave him that commercial. He did that what, Modelo commercial. And yeah. I think he's also a guy that shies away from, you know, he doesn't want to do interviews. He doesn't want to do things. He wants to be a fireman, live in his house, be a dad, be married. You know, you can't promote somebody that doesn't want to be promoted, really. You know, it's just certain guys, like, they don't. Uh, yeah, I just, I feel like there's a lot of people that really, you know, are fans of his. I'm a fan of his. I even, I had a hard time with Cormier and Cepip because I like them both equally. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, so it's a, for me, I still feel like the UFC, if you got a heavyweight champion that's a fucking great fighter, he's definitely marketable. You got to talk to him and say, yo, dude, you got to do this part of it. That's just part of the business now. Oh, 100%. When he was right, it's about, uh, I think it's about the it's about the bag. It's like, get the bag. I'll tell you what, though. John Jones right now is looking shredded. Huge. Is that somebody's shred- phone? What? Was that's that somebody's phone? That's my See? Yeah, I didn't know. See, like, <laughs> yeah, but at least I have Biggie. I don't have fucking like some old school ringtone that like from like the eighties. <laughs> I got Biggie. But, like, look at you with your your archaic ringtone. But uh, you know, you don't think? Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question, Adam. You don't think that that Stepe would want the limelight? Then why would he? You no, think I don't. I honestly don't. I honestly don't. That's not. It's not him, dude. I, I think that he, he, if you look at interviews, he's terrible with interviews. Uh, and I, I've had him on the show a couple of times. Nice guy. He just he gives you one word answers. He doesn't seem to really want to be there. He's one of those dudes that like, he's not Gerald Harris. He's, he's a great <laughs> but uh, right, am I right? Stipe Miocic just does not want the limelight. No, he has. Yeah, he, he is a one word answer guy too, man. Yep. Nope. Uh, probably. <laughs> he, yeah. won't, he won't give I mean, but look at long-winded like me. Yeah, but look no. at what Connor did. Connor, well, he backed it up. I'm not going to act like he didn't back it up, but he did talk shit to the point where he got himself in the position of being the powerhouse. Yeah, but like, but like Gerald, Gerald was his college teammate. They wrestled together in college. So he, he's known Steve A before he was even famous. And yeah. he, he, he's a really, really nice guy. He's a good dude. Just some people just don't want to be that attention. He, he's a he's, they like, they like being the guy at the party who's in the corner looking, you know, saying to himself and not being like the funny guy at the party. I mean, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. That's- uh, by the way, so I did Gerald's show last week in Tulsa. And <laughs> first of all, I've never seen during a pandemic, this dude brings out like 500 people. Like <laughs> every black person in Tulsa was at this show. Right. Uh, oh, I, I've done his show. He knows I've done the show, and it was it was filled to the back. But during yes. a pandemic, I mean, <laughs> so we have a show at six o'clock. Uh, you're like at eight o'clock, packed. I mean, packed till the point they told people that you know, they couldn't get hundred. They couldn't get a, you know a full capacity because of the pandemic. But it was it was they turned people away. Right. Then he has a fucking trailer outside, a bus just for us. He has his own, we have our own like, like party trailer. Like it was like the bang bus, like an outside. <laughs> like, hey, that was fun though, man. It was, it was amazing. He knows how to treat you. So Gerald, then Gerald, right? So Gerald's partner passed away. They had the show together. He had a heart attack. You know, rest Bell, man. So, so it was a show was dedicated to him. The first time he did a show without him. There was a woman that came on that sang, it's so hard to say goodbye, you know, the voice and put everyone in that mood, right? Which is not how you want to start comedy, but like, okay, right? So everyone's like, people are crying, you know, they're like, sing along. Within three seconds, Gerald gets the mic, 
runs around <laughs> trying to get white people in the crowd to say the N word. Right? Like, oh, they, they, they think I'm living my, I'm living my best life. But then he brings people on stage and he's like, all right, we're gonna play Never Have I Ever. So there's like a woman who's like 80. And he's like, never have I ever licked the girls, uh, uh, sucked a dick from behind, right? And the woman, the woman takes a shot. And he, so then Gerald's like, look at you, you used to fucking blow Kuta Kinte. Like, this was like, people are, are, are rolling out of the seats laughing. Oh then, then, he brings a, then he brings a kid with his birthday, he blindfolds him. He's like, I'm going to give you a lap dance. And he gets these two hot girls to come on. They leave, they get, he gets this white girl that must have been on like my 900 pound life. Like, so she comes on. The guy takes the the guy takes the thing off. This black dude runs off the stage, scared for his life. And, and, and then Gerald goes, "Oh, you you know you get it, Big Mama." I heard spanking the white girl. But it, it was like this should have been filmed for Showtime. It is. I know. I know. It, and it Shane's was, been there with me. He's seen our crazy shows, man. I've done, yeah. I, I mean, in fact, when I did the show, we got to go to the gym, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And it, I think that um, I think that that's one of the best, like, solo. In fact, it's better than the weekend shows I've done. It. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I think Shane's done a Sunday and a Wednesday. I might be wrong because you've been here twice. But I, I, I did a Wednesday night show, and it was crazy. And also do Sundays so and it's a lot of energy man I mean Gerald you pretty much you should be like the mayor of Tulsa like everybody comes out <laughs> I, I don't understand how you yeah, have so here's an actual hey, Tito just got fired uh, there's like a petition to get him fired as the mayor they're gonna replace yeah. him with, they're gonna replace him with uh, Chuck Liddell now, um, I gotta, I gotta ask you though, Gerald, a real question. You have yeah. eight, you have eight kids, right? You hey, look, that's kids. funny you ask. Look where I'm at. Look at all these kids in the car. Oh. <laughs> hey, hi, kids. Hi. Hey, hi, y'all. Come here. So hey, have, I'm in a van right now, dude. I'm in a. I'm in a those van aren't even his. Those aren't even his kids. Those aren't even his kids. He just found them on the, on the side of the road. Kids. <laughs> hey guys, you want to go for a ride? <laughs> I got my kids, other people's kids. Yeah, I, we do have eight kids total. My oldest is 20. He'll be 21 in April. He's getting married in March. So he obviously moved out and doing his own thing. But yeah, man, it's a lot of kids. I love it. The, the youngest is two, though. So I, I mean, I got a long way to go. I'm going to be old as hell at graduation. So yeah. So he has a two-year-old daughter who, who, who had her first wrestling match. She was cool, uh, wasn't it? <laughs> dude, she goes out there, starts giggling. <laughs> And lets her opponent pin her, and, and then it just starts, and then it starts tickling the girl, and so starts, la so starts laughing, like like <laughs> like the girl doesn't know what to do. And then afterwards, wants to keep wrestling after she loses. Yeah, she and went after her when they were supposed to shake hands. She's like, "Let's go again." <laughs> hey, remember when she got pinned and she rolled over and goes? I was yeah. like, "No, <laughs> no, you're supposed to." <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> You just lost. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, having man. the best time. But you, okay, so you have eight kids, and you're a wrestling coach. You own a gym. You run a comedy club. You're a school teacher, and you're <laughs> and you're still a full time fighter. Like, yeah. how do you have time for this? I don't know, honestly. Uh, people say I wear many hats, and I'll tell you, that's twenty four hours in a day, and I use about. 
23 of them. So well, you I mean, have eight I'm, kids, so you don't wear any hats, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, more like a headband, I guess. <laughs> hey, um, but no, man, I just I make it work. You know, when I got a fight, I don't miss a training session. I'll work out at four o'clock in the morning. I'll run the gym at five thirty. I'll go to school and teach till noon. I'll work out at noon. Then I'll run wrestling practice for a couple hours. And then I'll go run the gym from 5.30, 6.30, and then I'll work out again that night. And literally, that's how I do it. I, I make my schedule work. I don't slack off anywhere. I've, I've taken some losses, but it has never been from a lack of training. I promise you that. Well, I mean, how do you have time, though, to be a parent to eight kids while running four different jobs? Uh, man, fuck them kids, man. They last on my list. No, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, No. Man, you know what's cool about my jobs is my jobs involves my children. So while I'm at school, they're in school. And when I'm at the gym, they're at the gym with me. So I don't miss many moments with my kids. Um, and when I go to the gym in the morning, they're all asleep. So that's why I like being a teacher, because while I'm at work, they're at school. So I'm not like a nine to five dad that goes and works all day and comes home tired. They're with me. I pick them up from school or they're at practice and they go to the gym with me. We're always together, man. And then on the weekends, we're at wrestling tournaments. So I spent a lot of time with my kids. That was so cool. (laughs) You also had, like, other parents that were coaching, that the wrestling parents that he's friends with. They're all cool. And then he got into a fight with his wife. But because (laughs) I had to, like, look down because they were fighting with each other because she wanted to keep going out at 2 in the morning. And he was Yeah, no. She was having it was like my parents were fighting, and I was just I'm like, I was looking down the whole time. But it was also like made me feel like I was part of the family. So that was yeah, good. definitely. You got to witness it. Uh, she was a little hammered. I told her no, and uh, uh, she promised me she won't drink that hard ever uh, again. So. You know what I wanted to say, man? I did a search again because I told you that before. You realize you have like if they said the top five knockout slams ever. Yeah, two of them, that's David a, yeah, Branch and, Yeah, that, it was it was Rampage, and then it was me with the um the Legacy Slam. That was real bad. The guy that was forty four pounds overweight. Yeah, and then and then it was um, I think Shamrocks. No, no, no. Matt Hughes was Matt. one. The power bomb, and then then they put me at five with David Branch. I think Shamrock was before that. I'm a I'm an encyclopedia nerd with this stuff, man. But no, I mean, I thought that's so, I mean, because I typed it in, in the history of. There's a difference yeah. just, if you say, in <laughs> or Bellator or whatever, no, ever. Yeah. And it's weird. And ever. it comes up every time. Like, and I'm like, there's no Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> you think your slams yeah. are harder than your actual punches? Man, that's, yeah, I mean, I think the slams a little more, I think they're more dangerous. I think any... I mean, I know a 10-year-old that can knock you out if they land right, but slamming somebody, there's a lot. You got to think that I, I have four slam – I have the most MMA slam finishes of any fighter ever. I have four. And it should have been five because George Santiago should have been one in two. What's up, people? The wait is finally over. Football is back. Look, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Start off by wagering on win, division, and championship futures today. Head to BetOnline 
today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sports book experts. 2013, but I have four broken ribs, two knockouts, and a broken arm. And I mean, it just doesn't happen. Let alone one. Most people don't get two for sure. And and I have four. So I mean, it was just it was just a, a gift that I have, you know. Uh, no, I mean, you have a great family. I, I met his dad. His dad was a boxer. And his dad's like an old school boxer. Like he has a limp. Like he he. Dad, you, could, you could tell his dad. And uh, OG, OG. And uh, you were telling me your last fight, you broke your nose the first time, right? Yeah, man. You know, I was in camp and I was boxing a guy, and he does a spinning elbow, and I wanted to kill him, but. He threw a spinning elbow, broke my nose, and uh, it was a month before I fought Seth Bozinski. Everybody knows, MMA knows, Seth Bozinski is a game opponent. You know, he has wins over Neil Magny, Matt Brown, and I was trying to get back in the UFC or Bellator somewhere with a good win. So I'm fighting Seth Bozinski in four weeks with a broken nose, you know? And uh, it was hard because I couldn't spar the rest of the camp. Um and a broken nose is just that's a that's not gonna heal in four weeks. You know what I mean? It's tender as hell. So I get in a fight, I'm I'm whooping Seth's ass. I make it all the way to the fourth round, and he throws a right hand from from hell and cracks me right in the nose and breaks it again, dude. His black blood just flying out my face. Oh. So after that fight, if you watch my Instagram, I go, Yeah, I'm done with this shit. I quit. <laughs> I literally retired. I retired in the third round. I was like, Yeah, I don't want to fight no more. But you won the fight. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was, but it didn't feel good. I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. So, well, we also got joining us Alex Gilpin, who uh, Alex Gilpin is a PFL fighter. He was a Texas state champ wrestler, uh, wrestled for University of Wisconsin, uh, is a badass fighter. He was 13 and one. He has four losses, but three of them are to Lance Palmer. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Lance, <laughs> Lance beat him in the, in the playoffs in the championship, right? Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, Adam. I've lost to one guy my entire career, and I just happened to lose him three times. Yeah, <laughs> Lance Palmer. Let, we got to get rid of Lance Palmer. We got to figure out how to take him out because uh, you. But you that's keep saw to Adam. Tell him to go to the UFC. <laughs> hey, that's the that's the kind of guy that somebody walks up to him at the grocery store and go, "You need to work on your takedown defense." Like, shut your ass up. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. Is it Gerald? Am I right? Yeah. Okay, you're 100 percent correct. So you don't, jump guards, uh, you don't jump guard in a, in a big fight. Yeah, that guy's been wrestling since he was two years old. So, I mean, you, you got to knock his ass out. All right. something, man. I, I have just been inefficient with what I've been doing. So. I don't think so, man. You've been very, very efficient because I watched some of your fights last night, and uh, you have the first ninja choke in the history of the PFL. That choke was insane. Uh, I can say this. It's I'm be super honest. I feel like it's just a matchup thing. I think you can beat anybody with the right strategy. And we just all have tough matchups. There's just certain guys we have trouble with. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's happened to be guys on steroids. That's my kryptonite. Guys on steroids? <laughs> yeah. I'm you know, I should, I should, I should like Lance, man. I shouldn't say that about him, but yeah, that's just kind of the. I've seen some things. That's all I'm going to say. But, okay, well, for, all right. But let's talk about Andre – your win over Andre Harrison. You were the first guy to ever put him to sleep. Yeah, uh, he choked him out, didn't he? 
Yeah, you have a, I mean, I think, do you think people underestimate how strong you are from uh, when they, when you, when you stand in guillotines or like when you put them in chokes? You know, I don't know if it's. Uh, yeah, like all those frat boys that carry around the kegs, and, like, they give good handshakes. Yeah. That's probably where I developed that squeeze from. Yeah, no, your squeeze. But yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not really that strong, you know, yeah, you're just being humble. I'll tell you what's not strong is your internet. Yeah, you're being real humble, man. <laughs> yeah. He says real your internet connection. <laughs> your, your internet connection is not strong at all. Uh, now, because you keep That's going. That's probably out, mine, it's, right? Uh, yeah, but it's, it's all good, Alex. Now, yeah. now, are you still in the PFL? I know they cut half their roster. You're still in the PFL, right? Uh, I'm kind of playing the waiting game here. Uh, I'm kind of downstairs. My my girlfriend's got one of them jobs, so she's uh, – <laughs> she's kind of oh, oh she, she's on the phone right now i'm not trying to like oh. offend any customers that she has they're already angry so it's all good but i'll get out of my basement oh it's all good uh it looks like you've been <laughs> quarantining for the last 25 years um now that's that's correct <laughs> now so why you, you made it to the finals of the pfl you you were one like fight away from a million dollars they can't cut you right no they'll do it man they'll do it pretty quick so I, I don't know though. We're kind of like, it's just been weird this last year. Obviously they cut the whole season. It's kind of exploring other options. Is my internet connection better by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Way, way better. Okay. Way better. Um, yeah. So they, uh, yeah, man, I was kind of playing the waiting game that, yeah, obviously they, they got rid of the season. So they cut part of the roster, like a quarter of it, I think, um, you know, I think what obviously keeps them resigning me is they don't want to see, Palmer versus Gilpin four, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like uh, that's like <laughs> that's worse than some of the movie sequels we see these days on Netflix. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, but yeah, man, I'd love to find my fourth time. I think me and my coaches are the only people on planet Earth that want to see that, though. And, and if I get re-signed, I, I will, you know, and I'd, I'd gladly do it. Otherwise, we're gonna explore other options outside of there. No problem. No, man, you got to get that million dollars. You're right there, bro. I mean, first of all, you took the fight on short notice. Like, they just, like, because the other guy tested positive for, like, 35 different steroids. Yeah. Then, Pinata. Then, yeah, then the UFC signed him, uh, which is also, like, crazy. Uh, yeah. You took the fight on real short notice. Uh, and you also won on the contender. Uh, I don't, yeah. like, you're a guy that, like, I'm telling you, man, when you, not that you haven't made it, because you have made it in my eyes, but you're one of those dudes that, like, People be like, where the fuck this guy come from? And I'm gonna under be the radar. Like, I'm gonna be like, he's we been there. It, we call it under the radar. Under the yeah, radar. he's been there. Bro. Yeah, my man Gerald's got me. Yeah, I like to, I like to just come out of the woodworks and just creep up like a, like a weirdo. So I like to do it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say it like that, but uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. I appreciate it, Gerald. I know what you're saying. Now you were the Texas State Wrestling Champion. Yeah, man. You know, I didn't have a crazy decorative wrestling career it was like uh they, i like i didn't start till high school like that's when i started wrestling and i sucked for like a year or two and i got okay and i won a state championship so that's not and i, I did pretty good at nationals a couple of times but um you know like i said just out of the woodwork you know what i mean it was uh you guys are insane because you're like i did okay i won a state championship yeah. and, and i placed <laughs> really in the match okay. Alex. Okay, okay, okay. Honestly, okay. though, Adam, Texas wrestling kind of sucks. It's come a long way, but for the most it's part, come it's come a long not way. Very good. I will say, I'm it in is, Oklahoma. Is. Texas has come a long way. It's come a long <laughs> way, but but see, I'm talking talking like ten years ago. That was like when I won it. So 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I you were better than the other guys ten years ago. <laughs> I appreciate that, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald's the same way. Shang, I'm like Gerald. Uh, how'd your kid do? He's like, oh, he he was like one point away from making it to the quarterfinals. I'm like, what? He's like of the nationals. I'm like of the <laughs> national, and he was like, so you think he did. lost some like some so, JV so. tournament or something? Like, like, I'm like right the, the nationals. Uh, and, I, and he's like, yeah, the kid was locking hands and the ref didn't call it. But I'm like, that's, right that's still really great. Yeah. Oh, like, I, oh, I'm not hard on him. He's a badass, man. He wins a lot of stuff. It just, yeah. when you sit in the corner and they're so close, it's for, it just drives you crazy, man. So, so Alex, what was it like uh, fighting over at uh, ACA over in, uh, in, in Russia? ACB, it, dude, it was real strange. If I'm just going to be, uh, to be honest, it, it was weird. So I fought some Russian guy, and it was in England. Um, he was undefeated guy at the time. Uh, I'm pr- pretty sure they, they bring Americans in to lose, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. just how, how it kind of goes. So get this, man. I'm parking cars the week before this fight, valeting. And, like, it was like a decent payday at the time. I literally never made a living, like, actually – partaking in mma so the fight purse was like livable for like a few months it, it, that was nice so i get submission of the night this guy this like i was told we weren't going to get it because i wasn't long-term signed with them they give you a bonus like straight cash on text which is which is pretty nice and this guy took us into this random conference room of the hotel they they like pay you with hundred dollar bills it's like a it's like a strip club it's like a strip club to be honest but they so so he did that, and um, they're like, are you Alex Gilpin? And I'm like, yes. He's like, congratulations, you got the bonus. And, and like, flashes hundreds in front of my eyes, and I'm like, I'm losing that all tonight on blackjack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. So I didn't have to work for, like, a few months after that. That's, well, that's cool. awesome. That's awesome. I yeah. mean, Gerald, you probably dealt with some shady promoters back in the day, no? Yeah, but they didn't have no hundreds. They, they, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, you probably had much better paydays on that night. That's for sure. Well, not in my not in my bum fight days. I was it was pretty bad, yeah. man. I it was. I told you I fought one time in the, in the country in North Carolina, and the, and the cage broke the floor. The cage floor, and they told it. Then I broke the floor. I slammed the guy and broke the floor. And they had two more fights after me, and they said, "Don't fight on that side." That's, <laughs> that's, what, what promotion is that? I'm going wow. That. I ain't even gonna say it because I hey, I'm not even gonna say it because I fought for him like two years ago. <laughs> Wow. That is so good. I, might, like, I might fight for them next with this. Yeah, just, don't, just don't fight <laughs> over there. <laughs> Dude, I like broken cages. That was bad. Like, if you stepped on it, it went down. Like, it was it was broke, broke. That's hilarious. Don't fight yeah, on like, that side. Just, just, don't fight, just don't fight over there. <laughs> now, now, Gerald, I got to say, man, you've always been ripped. Uh, but since you became a vegan, you got three times as shredded. Now, like when I think of vegan, I think of like smelly, unhealthy people that look like like like. How are you able to do this? Man, I don't call it vegan, honestly. I do, but it's like a cult. They're crazy. They're like, I mean, I believe in animal rights, but at the same time, they like somebody told me I couldn't eat honey because bees. I'm like, man, fuck them bees, man. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm serious, bro. I don't care about no damn bees. So. I'm not a vegan. I call it's plant based. So everything I eat comes from plants. I don't drink milk. I don't eat meat, nothing like that. And I'll tell you now, 10, 20 years ago, being vegan, I mean, being plant based was bad. All you ate was carrots and celery and salad. 
man, that's plant-based burgers made out of mushrooms and all kind of stuff nowadays. You know, it's not about salads and stuff like that. You can talk to me. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it changed everything for me. I lost 20 pounds. I used to walk around about 218, 215 out of shape. I walk around now about 200, 195 sometimes. It changed my life, man. I, I, I wouldn't take it back for nothing. Shane, what do you think? Uh, what I know, I know how he was hit. The, he, I knew how he was doing. You know, when you were transitioning to that. No, so, no, you don't say for you. No, I, I try I do off and on, off and on. I've been going off and on. It's just hard to. Sometimes I'm like, fuck that. I need a steak. So a chicken wing, a chicken wing. Yeah, so, I just like, I'll, I'll be good for like six months. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm on it. I mean, portobello <laughs> mushrooms, and then the next thing I go, ah. hey, hey Shane, you ever see them chicken wings? Be like. Mm, chicken wings. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, are you killing me, bro? Hey. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm off and on, but uh, you know, I'm more on now than off. Uh, uh, Alex, do you live in Wisconsin still? Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, I do. Didn't you go to Vegas <laughs> for a while? Didn't you train over Vegas? Did I go to Vegas? No, I, I've been to Vegas. Uh, I almost lived in Vegas. Blackjack cheater, but no, never really lived there. I saw a picture of you with Anderson Silva. Oh, yeah. So I was cornering my teammate, uh, Colt Wing It Willie, we call him, Colt Williams. He likes to wing it. So I was cornering him. And uh, yeah, after the fight, or I'm actually, the night before the fight, the uh, it, it was at the Performance Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, like, did, did your guy win or no? No, but like, he doesn't really train or anything. So that kind of makes sense. <laughs> A guy named Wing It Willie doesn't train? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So before the uh, you guys came out, we were talking about Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Uh, now, you're from Wisconsin. Did you ever spar with Askren? No, I would have hoped to, man. I was actually a big Askren fan when I was coming up. Um, yeah, you know that that's an interesting one though. I hopefully Askren double eggs him and either like I think it's gonna be a no contest. I think Askren's gonna double egg him and put him on his head, or like he'll uh, like submit him or something like that, and it's gonna be against the Triller rules or whoever's hosting the fight. I really Gerald, think you can wear him down, bro. I really do. No lie. You what do you? I do yeah, too, you man. Told that, you told me Jake Paul wins. Jake Paul is gonna beat the shit out of. Ben Askren until he gets tired. If if Douglas Lima can't knock out Ben Askren, Jake Paul ain't about to do it. Jake Paul about to punch that big ass head until he gets tired. I'm telling you, bro. Gerald, that's a good analysis. I I could second that very easily. Um, I'm telling you, bro. He's got to get him. And, you I know, really he's hope not Askren like a win. tough. He's a, actually he, he's got he's got some athleticism on his side, some youth. Uh, but I don't think he's tough. I think he's gonna give up if he can't knock him out in a few rounds. So I mean, I Ashton, now. Uh, Ashton doesn't have any hands. What? He doesn't have any hands. Ben is going to get pieced up because he doesn't have hands. Oh, he's going to get pieced up. He's going to get, get tired, man. You can't keep up that kind of power. It's eight rounds, dude. It's an eight have, round have you, fight. Have you guys seen that Simpson episode where that that solid boxer hits Homer Simpson repeatedly and he gets tired because he's not unconscious? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to be forthcoming about this, but I, I could kind of picture Askren, not a TKO, but just like a, a retirement, like in six or seven rounds. I hope so. Or I really does. hope Ben wins. Now, I mean, if Ben gets knocked out, how much does it hurt his legacy, honestly? None. Zero. Nothing. Zero. I agree with you. Really? 
Yes. I think the insecure degenerates that have some sort of attachment to the way a fight goes, I think it hurts their view of Ben. But the real ones, no. Ben's already Ben's already staked his claim in the MMA community. Yeah, but yeah, you but don't think, think like online, that online they're going to go crazy and make a bunch of memes and a bunch of shit like that. Who gives a shit? Ben's going to have a fat wallet, and, and uh, you know he he's done what he has in MMA. He's done with it. It's it's at the end of the day too. It's boxing, not MMA. Who cares? I like your attitude, man. I like your attitude. All right, let's talk about some, got fight. to lose. some fights. Some fights coming up. Uh, Usman or Burns? Who wins this fight? Oh, shit. That's going to be a good one. I'm going with Usman, man. I can't count Usman out, bro. Usman decision, Burns, if there's a finish. Wow. I, I say Burns. You think Burns wins? I think Burns wins. I mean, he trained with him. He knows He knows him. I think he's going to exploit that, and, and I think he's going to win. Wean Dog? I have Usman the way he always wins. Which is how? Decision. Five-round decision. <laughs> grinding up against the fence and decision. I hear you there, man. Yep. Uh, okay, Frankie Edgar versus Corey Sanhagen taking place next week. I don't man, know it's that, hard man. to bet against Frankie, man. I'm going with uh, Frankie. Frankie decision, Sanhagen finish for sure. I mean, Frankie. All right, we can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> All right, Frankie then, damn it, Frank. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Like, no, I, I Frankie for sure. Come on, man. Yeah. You see how good Sanhagen's been looking though. I mean, he's been looking amazing. I, I think Frankie's going too, but Sanhagen's been on a roll. Al, Al, Al Jermaine got a hold of him though. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm going Frankie. I'm going Frankie. Frankie is durable as fuck. And I think that you got to put that in there, that Frankie's durable. Bro, I swear to God, I thought you said adorable. <laughs> oh, and that too. He's, he's, like, he's like a hobbit that'll fuck you up. Uh, he matched him up on Tinder and he's going to win. All right, if, if, if Chandler fights Poirier, who wins this fight? Oh, shit. Oh, damn. I, that's like King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> you know, you really can't bet against Chandler after his last few performances, but anything can happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. You guys are really sleeping. Poirier all the fucking way. Uh, all right, Chang, I understand that. Because Poirier, <laughs> no, say, are you kidding me? It's so uh, weird. What does Poirier have to fucking do? Poirier's going to, I mean, I'm telling you, Poirier. What does Chandler have to do, sir? Uh, <laughs> Chandler got the opportunity he got a lot of opportunities, though. Like, they're that's pushing, a, that's pushing a, Chandler. That's a, like, but, Chandler but, has gotten Shane. one opportunity in the UFC. <laughs> Shane. That's true. That's true. Alex. Hey, really Shane. But you got to think about this, though. I'm not trying to do here, but I'm just no, – no, you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Hey, Chandler's got hands, here. and Chandler has the ability to control where the match goes. That's the only weakness Poirier has in that fight, is he ain't going to take Chandler down. So big tip on his shoulders, too. Gerald, that, that's a good that's a good analysis. And then he, if we're gonna go submission game, I definitely favor Michael Chandler, unless Poirier jumps guard with that guillotine, because that's underrated in my opinion. Very underrated. Is it better than yours? Is is Poirier's guillotine better than mine? Absolutely not. Is this striking better than mine <laughs> every single day of the week? You may have the best guillotine I've ever seen. Like you're you're standing, you're standing guillotine puts people out. Like I know it's like never mind, I shouldn't say that. Do you know any other move? <laughs> you were gonna say it though, Alice. You were gonna say, say that it. shit. Say you it. know what? Who knows who watches this? I don't want to get in trouble. But, but <laughs> yeah, right. so 
okay, so yeah, and all these people warm up before their fights and stuff. I watched jujitsu videos on YouTube, and that's how I learned that stuff. So that's you know, I favored me with a guillotine versus Poirier. Wow, I'm, I'm telling, tell, dude, it's so funny because I, I think people are like, oh, he's not gonna get me with a standing guillotine, and, and then boom, then they're like, what the fuck just happened? And then you look at them like, really, you didn't, you didn't trust me? I mean, well, you have like what ten standing guillotines at, at submissions. Like in fights? Yeah. Uh, dude, I think I got like – well, I got some ninja chokes. I got different – like a guillotine. I got a good high of a guillotine on a Sun so I don't think – oh, I've won like maybe one at a dirty local show. But other than that, no. I got like two. Well, your chokes are really good, man. I'm telling you. you, you, you must, I appreciate like, that. You must really ease up when you, when you, when you jerk off because I can see you just ripping your dick off. <laughs> I'll tell you what. My right forearm is bigger than Quagmire's. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Gerald, you got kids in the car, don't you? I should shut up. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, oh, they hurt way worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they was literally in the car when I said "fuck these kids." Let was... me ask you something. Do you think that? So you think Chandler? I mean, you think they pushed him along uh, too fast, or that because that one fight? I don't I mean, think that. There's nowhere else. Dude, he, he he beat Benson Henderson. He beat Eddie Alvarez. He's beat other high level guys like. There's this stipulation that if you're outside the UFC, you're not world class, which I think is dumb. Yeah. Gerald, I think you can second that. Uh, yeah, because I'm gonna tell you, a long time ago when Strike Force came over to the UFC, I told everybody they about to come in there whooping ass, and as soon as they did, they start making all the Strike Force guys fight each other because they was whooping the shit out of them UFC dudes. Yeah. Not only that, but it went the other way too. Remember when like Pride guys came over? Everybody's like, oh, Pride, all yeah. of them. I know, but no, you're not. You're not in those three letters. You suck. Like no, but remember, no, but remember, it was the opposite. Remember, I was talking to Forrest about that. I was like, yeah. everybody was like, Shogun's gonna kill Forrest, and then Forrest beats Shogun. Remember, it was like Pride was like here, and people thought the UFC guys were gonna get killed by the Pride guys. Yeah. It's always there's always something where like everyone thinks you're the man, but you're absolutely right. I mean, there are guys out there in some, you know, in KSW that are look at the contenders. Bad. Look at the contenders. How much talent they bringing in. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, look at look, at how, look how good LFA guys are, are doing. Look, Kevin Holland just started working yeah. everybody. Exactly. Uh, so. Yeah, but, hey, yeah, that dude's on a roll, man. UFC does that to Bellator a lot, though, where they act like oh, Bellator guys, whatever. And I think that Bellator does that to themselves, though, but by not promoting their best guys and also not letting people know when the shows are on. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, there there are guys like. There's no reason why Antonio McKee Jr. shouldn't be right now like their biggest star. The guy. Oh my god, that kid is so talented. Yeah, that kid is solid. I'll say this though: for Darian Call to get caught in that, I'm not. I'm not taking. Any, I'm not knocking Call. McKee, man, he's world world class. I, I, well, he got that top Kyra Kanyan, I mean, Kyra Kanyan, like 12 seconds. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's running through everybody. Yeah. But Bellator, you would think he's not even in the organization. I mean, they're sitting there. Some big, some some names though. They have like four names they just signed. Yeah, but they, they signed names with like guys like Roy Nelson who have big names, but they they got a whole bunch of younger guys. They also have yeah. big stomachs, don't they, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> big stomachs, exactly. Hey, uh, I gotta go to one of my ten jobs, so I gotta get off her. One of your ten? You're like a Jamaican. <laughs> I'm literally. Hey, I gotta show you guys this real quick. I'm not kidding. I'm like super dad. Like, uh, I turn this damn camera around. Fuck it, I just turned around. This I'm really in a in a wrestling band. Look at this. Oh my god. Gerald, are you are you a family shovel driver? <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding, bro. I'm in a I'm in a 15 passenger van. Like 
That's a beautiful yeah, thing, man. Hey, it's it, as long as they got windows in it, man, you're good. He has <laughs> eight yeah. kids. Yeah, you have he has eight kids, but you know, you handle it. He's an eight kids. No pull out game. I got, that's my that's my submission. That's my submission. No pull out. Shout out, Gerald. You're, you're an outstanding citizen. That's solid. He's got a banging Thai wife, right? Is she Thailand? Where's she from? Yeah, she's Thai. Her her family's from Thailand. They're cool as hell too, man. Yeah, I met them. I met them when I was when I was there. They were they were super cool. But well, hold on, hold on, Shane. Every time you came, I had a different wife. So this is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I had three, bro. Three times, bro. The first time I met you, I was married to my my kid's mom. The second time I was with the with the light skinned girl, and then now I got my real good best wife ever, and it ain't gonna change. We're going on five years. Okay. You have, you have more That's wives and more wins in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's it's a tie. It's a tie. It's three and three. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, why I managed to stay single all these years. So I got lucky. Yeah, well, yeah. listen, thank you, uh, Gerald. You're the best. And, uh, Stay safe, man. This is crazy. By the way, that, that video where you dressed up as, like, the, the uh, Grinch uh, and oh, wrestled yeah. kids was the coolest video ever. That so. was pretty amazing, man. I, I got called by a private school to do that, and I killed it. It was so much fun. I haven't watched the video and didn't know it was me. I'm like, damn, that was pretty cool. I had I was a mascot in high school, so I'm kind of used to doing dumb shit with a costume on. <laughs> Right. Nice. Well, thank you, Gerald. And uh, take care. Have a good week. Have a good yeah, week. Later. I'll have, probably have two more kids by the time you have me back on. Right. So. <laughs> Next time I come to the show, it'll be uh, another wife. So, Alex, so the future is uncertain, huh? Very uncertain. Uh, man, I I think in the next month, I'll kind of figure it all out, though. Well, you're 14 Hopefully. and 4. 14 and 4, but you lost to two people. Well, one I, lost, I lost to one guy. The, the other one to... was a real ridiculous decision in the guy's hometown. I dominated for two rounds. They gave him a decision. Well, you're one of the best fighters in the world. So don't, I don't want to be, I don't want you to talk to, I talk to guys all the time that are like, yeah, I was into it, but I wasn't getting the right promotion. So I took my desk job or construction back. Don't do that, bro. You're, 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 you're so good. Uh, well, you're good at Twitter and, and comedy, Adam. So stick <laughs> with that. Yeah, so stick with that, Adam. Well, you got you to keep the dream alive, man, for real. No, but not, I am, man. It's just been, it's been halted with the stupid bats and stuff, you know? <laughs> now, do you still have your own gym? I, I don't have my own gym. Well, I have, I have a, a, a dirty uh, dungeon in the basement gym, but I don't have, like, a real gym. Because when I learned, it said, it said Alex Gelton Fitness or something, or, like, it seemed like it was, like, your gym. No, I mean, I was maybe advertising it, but I, it's not my gym. Oh, okay. It just had your name it's on chosen it. chosen few. Um, <laughs> McFarland, this little place in the outskirts of Madison, Wisconsin. Gr- great place to be. Not my gym, though. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. I can't believe you actually <laughs> stayed in. I can't believe you actually – you came to Wisconsin from Texas after college. You wrestled for Wisconsin for how long? One year. I was a real degenerate when I showed up to college. Oh. Um, so, so, Okay. I had a couple of injuries too. And I'm like, I'm not going to get paid for this. This isn't that fun. I don't enjoy it. Like I want to do MMA eventually. Um, so like stopped after the first year and then um, got in other stuff, then got an MMA about a year wait, later. Wait, what was the other stuff? All right. Let's not talk about the past. Let's just <laughs> yeah, let's, let's carry on with this podcast. Wait, so you were dealing drugs. Is that what you're doing? No, no, I was just like a meathead that was going to school, lifting weight. Uh, nothing crazy. Steroids? No, no steroids, man. Believe it or not. 
Hard, just, Why are you making party. it darker than it should be? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I applaud him for that. I don't know. No. Sex, sex trafficking? Was that it? Uh, you know? Okay, so you, you were partying too much. You got into MMA. You went 13 kind, and kind one. Of, I was, it wasn't even so much that, man. I just fell out of love with the sport and like a, a future in it. So, dude, I was the same way, bro. I was, a, I, was a four, I was a four time New England champion, got a scholarship to college, wrestled, <laughs> for, wrestled for a semester. And then I was like, why am I doing this? I'm losing 15 pounds a week. I'm not going to just, there's no money in this. So I could totally identify. There was no MMA back then. Like, I, yeah, yeah, you were listening. Dude, I, I showed up weighing 160 pounds. I'd cut to 133 on a weekly basis, 27 pounds. Yeah. I was, like, I, sometimes twice. So I backed up Tyler Graff to a really high level guy uh, at the time that I was redshirting. It's like, why do I have to go 133 every week? Like, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. I mean, what, what were you, I was just not eating Wednesday and Thursdays. I'd have like a salad sandwich, which is two, two pieces of bread with a salad in it. Then I was sleeping with the windows open to shiver off weight. I was spitting in a cup all day. I was uh, to, to lose water weight. I would either that or I'd sleep with like 19 layers on to sweat shit out. I was wearing two rubber bags every, every time I would go for a jog. I mean, we doing things See, like that's, that. See, that's more aggressive than me, that's for sure. Uh, so like I'd, we'd have like some sort of meat, uh, like Saturday, Friday, Saturday, whatever. Uh, I'd eat like an asshole on Sunday, Monday, lose the rest of the weight the rest of the week. Um, particularly the last 24 hours. How are you doing it? Uh, biking in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> but my year, two kids died my year doing that. They were jumping. Yeah, I heard about that. That's why they got the, the hydration test, right? Yeah. Yeah. One kid passed out on the bike in the sauna and the other kid was jump roping in the sauna, which I didn't even know those were options. I would have done the same thing. I mean, you can, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, funny, but yeah, it's, I, I get it though. Yeah. So, uh, Adam would be dead. I, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like, uh, so it was terrible. But that's the thing yeah. when you're wrestling, like, it's not like other sports. Well, maybe it is now at a higher level where, like, you're playing basketball for even a D3 team. There's going to be people out there to, like, tell you what to do, what to eat. You have a nutritionist. Wrestling is like uh, you're on your own. You're on your own. And, uh, yeah. Well, see, in my case, the coaches kind of like forced me to. Because first of all, like Graf didn't have a backup, and then it was like um, I was recruited at 25 because like senior high school is like 119, 112, and then um, so I was recruited at 25 pounder. I came came in weighing 160, <laughs> which is that 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 was uh, a little bit undisciplined of me, but that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, everything happens for a reason. And you went into MMA and you signed with the PFL. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to sign you again, obviously. They have to. Um, and, and, and they're giving out big money for some, I mean, they get signed Rory McDonald. They sign, uh, what's his name? Pettis. Pettis. Anthony Pettis. Yeah. Uh, they signed um, the former UFC champion, the Brazilian, what's his name? Uh, heavyweight. Oh, uh, Ber- Berdoum? Yeah. Yeah, Ber- yeah, they signed Berdoum. They signed, obviously, they have Kayla Harrison. They also have, the girl, Claudia, uh, Clarissa Shields. I yeah, mean, boxer. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have big – they have big names. I mean, you came in second place. I can't see them not signing you. Uh, that would be insane. That hey, be- man, if I end up somewhere else, uh, I'll, I'll wreak havoc there. It doesn't matter. Do you have a good manager team? Uh, I got a manager. Well, it's, he's lesser known, but, uh, yeah, good good manager. You know, okay. that's who got me to PFL. He just sent Ray a message, and Ray's like, all right, let's bring this guy on board. Because after Contender, we were looking at just kind of waiting it out, getting in the UFC, but I had an injury, so it was like I had to kind of wait. 
Got it. And then PFL lined up in time. So. And your wife's working. Uh, where did you meet your wife? Girlfriend. Uh, at at a uh, flip cup table at my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we're all, okay. And, and how long? And you, you guys live together? We live together. Yep. How long's it been? Uh, that we've lived together, or how long we've been together? Been together, yeah. I couldn't hear you. Sorry, you kind of cut out. How long have you guys been together? Oh, uh, slightly over six years as of a few weeks ago. Oh, well, I mean, why hurry? Uh, What are you you doing, bro? Six years is a long time. What's that? Propose to her, bro. What are you doing? Haven't you seen Tiger Woods videos? (laughs) (laughs) Shang, tell this guy to propose. She obviously loves him. I'm single, so I say hang in there with the – where you got escape routes. Shang says ride it like sea biscuit. There you go. <laughs> no, no. Dog, what do you think? Should he propose to his girlfriend or what? Hell no. Just ride hey. that shit out. Hey, all, right, all right, these guys are morons. Okay. She's <laughs> with you six years. She's with you now. Okay. When you're not even you're not signed, you're kind of at the low. Even though you're 14 and four, you're not exactly breaking in the millions. All right. She's with you now. Yeah. So this is a ride or die chick right here. Right. Oh, for sure. So you got to be with her when you're at top, because when you get big, all the other chicks going to come in and be like, hey, you know, let me blow you. And I've always had a crush on you and yada, yada. Adam, that's on her, not me. She can propose (laughs) to me if she wants. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, I love her. She's she is a ride or die for sure. It's just. I don't know, man. I've just never thought about it, you know. They're already together. What's the, I mean, what, what, what? We are together. We are, was it? It would just be a piece of paper. They're already together. I know, but every girl, most girls want that like official thing, you know? I think so. I mean, some don't, but the ones that Adam, you're married, right? You're married. Yeah, dude, don't do it, bro. Um, (laughs) most contradicting 10 minutes I've ever been involved. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Dude, getting married was the best thing that ever happened. Having a kid was also the best thing. Uh, but I was also a lot different than you, man. You seem like a lot more level-headed and, and mature. I was out fucking everything I could, just not exactly, you know. It was just, it got it got distracting, and you know, it was all about the chase, and I was losing sight of actually being the person I really wanted to be, you know. And it's fun, and it's great, and having sex with random people and new people is is, is exciting. But it's not if you. But for me, I if I want to get to where I want to be, I gotta have something legit and real. And that's what my Adam. Is, is this a podcast or is this therapy? It's <laughs> only sound like. And then I went out and I started healing little squirrels. Like what? <laughs> that's how you sound like. And after that, because I I feel like there should have been music behind you. All right, this you podcast is over. Listen, guys. Uh, Alex, <laughs> keep keep it up, man. Uh, Adam, I will. Thanks for having me on, man. By the way, keep doing those silly one-liners and making me laugh on Twitter. Uh, I will. I promise I will. Shang, you're the best. Ween Doug. Alex, where can people follow you? Uh, MySpace at Alex Gilpin MMA. Uh, <laughs> that's about it for now. No, at, at Alex Gilpin MMA for everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All right. Well, thank you, brother. And uh, take care, guys. Be good. Peace. Yep. Have a good one, guys.